Welcome to the Blue Dot Podcast. Please join us as we discuss what's happening in Harrison County, Indiana. episode 57 of the Blue Dot Podcast. We are recording this on June 1st, and we are officially kicking off Pride Month with Adam Schneider and Elizabeth Redding. Hi, guys. Hey, Hi. Adam, you're a friend of the pod. You've been on a couple times before. Yeah, this is my third time. Woohoo! That might be one of the most ever that isn't a co-host. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know it was a competition, but yeah. hey, I'm in it. <laughs> you're winning it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and Elizabeth, um, you're new to Corydon-ish. You know, you've been here a little over a year. What's your story? Tell us about yourself. Well, um, I came because my mother uh, was in a um, assisted living in Jasper. And I could have lived other places, but uh, I, I kind of found Corydon to be one of the more interesting small towns around. So, mm-hmm. um, And you've but, lived in enough to know. Yeah. If it's and interesting I've lived in other small towns, yeah. too. Yeah. Big city, small towns. But uh, yeah, so I bought a beautiful Victorian it is beautiful. Mm-hmm. right on Chestnut Street because I like to walk everywhere yes. so um, if my Barbie Jeep sits <laughs> it's good with me and probably good with her so um, yeah I'm here um, just over a little over a year March last March mm-hmm. end of March is when I came wonderful well, we're so happy you're here Thanks. we've been wanting to have you on uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Pride in Harrison County in general, but uh, mainly we're going to focus on the upcoming Pride Festival on June 24th, Saturday, yes. June 24th at Bicentennial Park. You guys are the co-chairs of the event. Yes. Um, it was a wonderful event last year. Last year was our first inaugural event. Yes. We had and a it was Pride picnic. So wonderful. I think it was the most positive event I went to last year. Uh, wow. Thank you for saying that. I, I, I really do. I think it was. Me too. It was the. It had the best energy. It, I saw the one thing I remember about it, of all the festivals downtown, that the the dim events we had to go to for the election, it was people I had never seen before. Hmm. It wasn't just the same old people we see at all the dim events. You know, the cast of characters we know. It was people I had never met, and um, I that's why it stood out to me. Yeah, there yeah. were lots of new people, but mm-hmm. I felt that the people that are supportive of me and Cord in Harrison County and were not LGBTQ still came out mm-hmm. and supported us. Yeah. Um, and that felt so good. And Elizabeth was just saying how she just moved here and Elizabeth was kind of what spurred (laughs) the whole pride celebration because she was like, Adam, where are the LGBTQ people in Corden? And is there going to be pride? And I was like, well, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we're here, but we're not very visible and there's never been a pride thing. So I kind of kicked in gear and said, let's do a picnic or something. Yeah. And that's how it kind of all spurred. And now here we are co-chairs. <laughs> and um, yeah, and I'm so glad I, I kind of sought Adam out though. Yeah. And when, when we talked about like, let's do something and that you were right on board and it was beautiful last mm-hmm. year. It really, was really wonderful. It was, it was. So, you know, 
we were before we started recording we were talking a little bit about you know just pride in general and kind of its evolution or or what it what what's happening to it right now and I think there's been a lot of conversation um not so much locally because we're just getting started here in Harrison County but nationally about the commercialization of pride and the widespread mm-hmm. acceptance of it and of course now we're seeing the backlash of that I think yeah starting and um I haven't kept up with it as much as I probably should have but then a lot of it I think is noise as well but but lately you've seen you know like Target pulled merchandise because of threats to their employees and and things like that and so do you have any thoughts on that Adam is well I, I have to say that as a gay man who was raised in Harrison County and lives in Harrison County now um, even though Harrison County has traditionally been a more difficult place for LGBTQ people, since the marriage equality happened at the Supreme Court, myself and so many people in my community, especially the older people, were feeling like things are finally getting better. Mm-hmm. Um, there was the whole uh, prevention of suicide for young um, LGBTQ LGBTQ kids Mm -hmm. and we're like, you know, it's going to get better and it does get better, but it seems like things have gone kind of backwards. Mm -hmm. I would say this year, this year, especially. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it is, I, I'm going to be completely honest. I'm going to lay it on the feet of one political party that is pushing an agenda. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I don't think there's anyone that would argue with that. I mean, <laughs> I, I think it's pretty obvious. Uh, it, it, it just, it, in, it makes me sad. Mm-hmm. It enrages me that a group of people who feel that their religion um, gives them a right to impose that religious view on other people, mm-hmm. where in America was founded on people coming here for religious freedom and freedom from religion or freedom to express however religion they want. Yeah. And and now today, religions are saying, you have to agree with my religious view and I'm going to put it into law mm-hmm. and criminalize you for not yep. believing my views. Yep. And I think that's wrong. And yep. it's because people don't understand the issue Uh, Right now, transgender people have a huge target on them, Mm -hmm. and it's because so many people don't know trans people, have never met one that they know of. They've probably met trans people and didn't even know that (laughs) they were trans, but because it's something they don't understand, and uh, politicians are scaring them to get them to vote their way, Mm -hmm. um, it's it's really hard. And I'd say the the one thing that sticks out to me about this is that I know and you and I have talked about this a lot, I know a lot of Democrats who don't understand the issue, mm-hmm. but they're not interested in creating laws that prohibit those people they don't understand from living the way they want to live. And I think that's the real difference, is that you have one party that is intent on you know, just controlling everyone. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't understand the issue, you can say, hey, I don't understand this, but... I'm not going to impose that misunderstanding on someone else in the way they want to live their life. And yeah. I think that's the difference. 
One thing I hear a lot from supporters, especially on the trans issue is, well, Adam, I just don't understand. Mm -hmm. Adam, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't, and I don't know why you have to understand an issue completely to know that a group of people are being targeted for who they are, Mm -hmm. how they were born. They had no Mm -hmm. control over who they are. And another group is making laws that say that they're wrong and they Mm -hmm. can't exist. And I mean, as a straight woman, I, I probably, it would be lying to say I understood it. Right. I mean, I don't understand it, but do I think, I mean, it would never even occur to me to, to try to stamp it out of somebody. Right. What's what's the alternative when you have people saying racist things like go back to the country where you came from? Well, you can't say that to me because I was born here. Um, I live here. What, what's the alternative? Do you want to murder me? Do you want to put me in a concentration camp? What's the alternative? What what do you want to do with me? Yeah. So you want me to go away? Yeah. I mean, that's what they're saying. (laughs) You have a group of people who are so intent on calling out cancel culture Mm -hmm. and they're turning around in the most hypocritic way and trying to cancel a whole group of people. Absolutely. Yeah. Elizabeth, do you have any thoughts on this? (laughs) Well, I, I'm sitting back on this because Mm -hmm. I'm so new Mm -hmm. to the area. Um, I, of course, well, t- um, have Can you tell the listeners where you grew up? I think it gives yeah, up some context yeah. to the situation. And I thought I'd bring that up. Yeah. I, I um, was born and raised in Greenwich Village in New York City. <laughs> and so, um, really, when I uh, came of age, uh, let's say, you know, when I was out in clubs and, and socializing and at that, I was... Uh, um, uh, frequently at gay clubs mm-hmm. because that's what was available in my neighborhood. They were fun. That's where I went to dance. But as a result, I got very close to the gay community and mostly, um, it was the drag queen community. Um, so I, I kind of feel like they were mothers to me, mm-hmm. even though um, in that era, this would have been the 70s, um, uh, the trans thing wasn't as, you know, uh, where, I mean, it's so beautiful now. That it wasn't visible then. It, it, and no. also, mm-hmm. so all the kind of um, questioning who, uh, your gender and who, you know, so these were men that were impersonating females. That's what they loved to do as theater. This was theater, but also getting close to these men, they, um, they were always hoping that they'd get enough money for an operation, which you'd have to go to Switzerland for or something. This was back when Mm -hmm. it was just, you know, they weren't comfortable being a man. So how they kind of release that is they did drag. Uh, they could be their feminine selves, honor it, and perform in uh, being so close to this. And um, I, I, it's it's huge for me. And so I come to this celebration with the hope that we can honor everyone, everyone, and and honor their decision 
of after, and these decisions are not easy to make, but decision of where they want to be, who mm-hmm. they want to be. Um, yeah. You know, and we need to, yeah. Yeah. I, I, and, you know, just to get back to the, the kind of backlash that we're seeing, you know, from one political party, absolutely, is I don't know how to think about how we should respond you know, I'm, I'm always kind of wondering, well, how do we respond to this? Do we ignore them? Do we fight back hard? Like, you know, like what's, what's the, the response is what I always kind of am thinking about. The biggest response that I've found in my life being an LGBTQ activist is letting people know who you are. Elizabeth, you didn't know the gay people or the trans people before you went to the club and you got to know them personally. And here you are today in Cordon, Indiana, being an advocate and an ally, even though you're not trans and you're heterosexual and, and you're on a podcast talking about pride and Mm -hmm. you were, you know, the impetus to starting the whole thing in Cordon. So I have found that just being our authentic selves that people can't, mm-hmm. you know, once they see who we are, they, you yeah. know, they can't. It's hard to hate. It's up hard close. to hate up close. Yeah, yeah. But as far as fighting back legislatively, we need to have uh, leaders who mm-hmm. aren't afraid to say what's what. Mm-hmm. That these people are targeting children mm-hmm. to make laws and. Uh, proclaiming to protect other children you have a grown-ass adult man governor telling this trans kid who is questioning their gender that they are wrong and that they're illegal and they're immoral i mean kelly Kraft, who ran for governor in kentucky and her commercials about woke people coming in and influencing kids and um, that we're immoral. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's immoral. That's not Christian. That is not what Jesus taught. Yeah. That is the opposite of Christianity. That's exclusion. And it's, it's, it's hate in my opinion. Makes me so mad. Me too. And of course, with my background, the, the, the book banning stuff is where I get real hot. Mm -hmm. Like that's when I get real, real worked up and, that is just, I have nothing. Well, why, why do parents think that they aren't strong enough to teach their own kids at home, that they oh, have to, to ban books and, and all this stuff? Like, you have a problem with your parenting if you're expecting... And you don't tell me what my child can read. Like, that is, we're not telling your child to read it. This is absurd. Yeah. And I, I, I read this last week. They've tied all the book banning in the country to 11 people in the schools right wow. now. I don't know if that's true. I, mm-hmm. I heard that headline a couple of places and saw it making the rounds. And they've kind of tied a lot of these school book bans to 11 different people in this country. And right. wow. I, you know, one way to look at that is like no one's too small to make a difference. Like, you know, maybe we should internalize that as, as progressive people that – Hey, you can make a lot of noise by yourself if you want to, but, um, wow, I just, I have nothing. I have nothing on that. Can I take, just sort of expand on what you just said? Um, I'd like, 
I think the answer is that, mm-hmm. and I think it's about local community. And like we said, getting to know each other mm-hmm. as humans, as people that are all struggle, all of us struggle with who we are, mm-hmm. all of us. And we do it, I think, to the very end of our lives. Like mm-hmm. so, so I think that Pride Festival for me is all about that. So what I'm trying to do is put it out there to the community. Mm-hmm whatever walk of life you have chosen or self-identity you have chosen, I would love you to come and celebrate this, your chosen path, along with others. And I think this is where we make a difference. And it's really interesting that 11 people are the ones behind the book banning because I think there are at least 11 people here that mm-hmm. could make a change yeah. uh, by starting right here. And that's why it means so much to me. Yeah. And that's why I love Elizabeth yeah. and why she's the co-chair, because yeah. it's easy for me to get bogged down in, oh, yeah. in the negative. Oh, yeah. And um, Elizabeth has, from day one, wanted this to be a celebration mm-hmm. and a party and and good space Mm -hmm. and that's what we're creating and I think that the group that has come together we have a committee Mm -hmm. um, that has come together to to put on this uh, pride event and I'll mention them real quickly Uh, last year's uh, we talked about um, Courtney Greenwell of Leadership Harrison County Mm -hmm. came with us to to do last year's Pride. And then also Reverend Cindy Cushman of the Presbyterian Church in Corden was instrumental last year Mm -hmm. when we were trying to get a space at Rice Island Park. And they they said we could do it, but we needed insurance. And having no resources for that, the church stepped up and said, we will provide that for you. Wow. And they're doing that again this year. That's amazing. The Corden Presbyterian Church the is Presbyterian amazing. The Corden Presbyterian Church. Yes. And then also um, the Corden United Methodist Church is also a sponsor. So I, I do want to make a point of there is a lot of negative for our community from, quote, religious people. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the bulk of our pride committee is people of religious faith. That's incredible. That makes me so happy. Me too. Me too. (laughs) I mean, it really just makes me so happy. And the Methodist, um, we have a past episode about the Methodist church um, and kind of what it's happened locally with the churches. I'll put a link in the show notes on that, but it's related to this as well. But yeah, we're really happy to see that. But just quickly to, to, to give recognition to everyone else that was on the committee and it's been so instrumental. It's Beth... Bethany Bannett, Lissa Powell, Heather Thyssen, Daniel Benko, and Stuart um, Penwell. They are the mm-hmm. committee, and we have been meeting weekly. Wow. And awesome. are just, at, last year, from starting it from scratch to this year, having such a supportive committee yeah. has been such a blessing. It's been amazing. And this group, this team has been so excited about this event. And they've come not they've come forward with 
funds for mm-hmm. things. It's yeah. not only their energy, and which is all we would have asked is that, mm-hmm. that but people are actually putting up money for the the things that we need for this festival so it's amazing since um we don't really have any official sponsors yet it's our first one so i mean you know financial Mm -hmm. kind of and so this team has come forward um well, and, and getting back to what we were talking about you've been kind of doing the publicity for the event right and you were saying that you haven't had a single negative Comment right. online, I, uh, yeah. I, early on, I built a uh, Cord and Pride Festival Facebook page, mm-hmm. and um, uh, that's I, brave. It's a brave I, thing um, to do. I that just two weeks ago uh, uh, put out an ad through Facebook, like mm-hmm. boosted, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And um, all of the responses have been positive and that is close to 300 responses now I haven't had one negative response and this would be we um I I was hoping to incorporate um the whole kind of uh, not only Harrison County but we've got um New Albany and I'm hoping Louisville like I'm hoping the Mm -hmm. cities that also and towns that do pride I'm hoping they come to our website. Yeah. So, and we kind of picked the last Saturday of the month because some of the other cities and towns do the first couple weeks. So we, we do want to, to support their prides and Mm -hmm. have them also come and support our Yeah, And people that may want to go to theirs can be able to go to both. Yeah. Um, that's great. That's wonderful. Um, Elmer and I, I haven't told Adam this yet, but Elmer and I are going to be there. We're going to bring a booth with our microphones Great. And we're going to record from the festival and interview anybody that wants to sit down with us and ask them, why are you here? Where are you from? What are your thoughts on pride? Like, since you brought that up, I mean, you want to talk about some other things that we're going to be doing on the day. We're going to have a DJ. Right. Mm -hmm. And we're going to have a woman that makes balloon art of all kinds. And um, we're, we're doing a lot for kids. Mm -hmm. We want Mm -hmm. families. So we're going to have face painting. Um, the vendors I've been asking and they've been excited to come are vendors that are artisans. Mm -hmm. One makes jewelry. Uh, she'll have her jewelry there. The other is an artist and she'll sell her work, but she also was an art teacher in the schools. So she's very, um, kid friendly Mm -hmm. and the children know her so we're we're yeah but we'll have dj and dancing Mm -hmm. um i've uh two food trucks have really been excited to be there and that's our famous rancho alegre and um we have a a coupine Mm -hmm. barbecue and anybody i've reached out to i just want to say they're like we'd love to be a part but I, yeah, no, no negative. Yeah. And wow. friend and brother of the pod, Alex Porter is going to have his um, oh, is he cotton, cotton candy. He's doing yeah. cotton. Oh, okay. It was a big success last year. Oh, yeah. The kids it loved it. Is. The adults loved it. it. Is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He is uh, a pig in the mud with his cotton candy machine. That is, that is so fun. Yeah. I think we're going to have hula hoops, too, I oh, think. Oh, cool. Um, I, used to, I went through a yeah. hula phase in college. Very brief. <laughs> very, very brief. We just wanted to make it more of a community feel. That's it. Mm-hmm. Have people come and represent their organization. We have different 
churches and organizations coming and cool. setting up a table with their information. Of course, Blue Dot is yeah. going to be there. Mm-hmm. So just a festive yeah. community and atmosphere. it's on the last Saturday of the month, the 24th, from 1 to 4 at Bicentennial Park. Right. And I wanted to shout out Elmer. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, did a beautiful, yes. beautiful uh, flyer mm-hmm. for us. And um, I, it's been approved and all that. We're just waiting for the printing. Yeah. To, but absolutely spectacular artwork. And that's why I went to him. Yeah. I was like, Elmer's got to do this. He's the best. He's the best. Yes. That's right. So. Well... We are so excited, and we will be promoting the event as much as we can in the next couple Great. weeks. Um, you guys want to stick around for recommendations? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Love getting local updates from Blue Dot? Consider making a one-time donation by visiting bluedothc.com. Just scroll down to the bottom and click Donate. Blue Dot is made up of volunteers and would not be possible without the support of the community. Listeners also have the option to become annual members of Blue Dot Harrison County. This membership includes early access to weekly email updates, exclusive members-only episodes, and one item of merchandise from our store. Please visit bluedothc.com slash membership to learn more. Okay, um, I have something that kind of relates to what we've been talking about. Um, Andrew and I watched a documentary the other night called Judy Bloom Forever. Okay. It's a documentary on Amazon Prime about Judy Bloom, the author, um, and I cried. It's so emotional. She was incredible. Did you guys read Judy Bloom? I mean, I think you're too. I think you're both too old, maybe. I don't know. I, but no, I think maybe. <laughs> I know the name, but I, honestly, I, I know her and, name, but yeah. yeah. Okay, so she she has a lot of middle grade fiction. She started writing in the '70s and the '80s, and then. She has a lot of books that I think now would be considered YA, but they were kids' books at the time. And they're just incredibly honest about sexuality. I mean, the details. And I remember I read the infam- one of the infamous titles is Forever. Um, that's why the documentary is called Judy Bloom Forever. And it's about just two high schoolers that fall in love and start having sex. And nothing... Nothing terrible happens. You know, she, the, the girl doesn't get pregnant. They don't die. Like, and she said, you know, I wanted to write an honest story about what teenagers actually do. And I read that book when I was, like, too young to be reading, <laughs> writing it. And, it, like, I remember where I was when I read it for the first time. Like, it's so, it's just so imprinted on me. And this is a documentary just all about her and why she decided to write these books. And be honest about what kids want to know and it is just the best two hours i just love this woman i mean it was so inspiring it's free on amazon well what did reading the the one book you're talking about i mean what did that do to you did you feel like it was less exciting because no one was getting pregnant no oh no i thought it was incredibly like just not shocking because i i knew how it worked but someone like getting into the details of how it works. Like it, it it's a kind of like about the logistics, <laughs> you know, it's not a romance, not it, kid friendly. It's not kid friendly. Okay. No. And, um, of course the documentary is also a documentary about book banning that's going on right now, you know, mm. cause she, her books have been banned like over and over again. Yeah. And, um, the new movie is out of her, one of her most, most famous books. Are you there? God, it's me, Margaret, which is about menstruation that's... and starting your period. And, it, it's so good. I went to see it in the theater. I haven't been to see a movie in years and I went to see it and, you know, I just, 
I'm a big believer in not lying to kids and telling them the truth. Right. And so I don't believe there's an age that like, there is an age that that's too young because they can't understand it, but there's nothing wrong with actually answering a kid's questions, honestly. And that's what these books did for people whose parents wouldn't do that for them. Right. And I just, it's, I highly recommend it. It's incredible. Imagine being a LGBTQ kid and not having, you know, something to read about who you are. I mean, that's what the books that are, they're trying to do away with right now do for people Yeah. is, you know, tell them you're not alone. You're normal. You're fine. I remember going to the library and looking for any book, any magazine that said anything about being gay mm-hmm. and I was and you I couldn't find it mm. and and that's when you find misinformation and bad things so I would rather kids have an honest upfront yeah something to look absolutely. at instead of absolutely yeah well um I actually this is from our earlier discussion um on pride i shared with graylin a picture and i'm not sure if she can post it to the website I or can. not but um it's of a cardinal and i'm a naturalist and i know a lot of people around here love birds and put out bird feeders and watch the birds and you know try to figure out what species they are that's a big thing around here i know harrison county people love it they do i i <laughs> this is a in joke from our running group i don't care about the eagle on the trail and everyone oh, else really cares about yes. it so there you go i as, love the eagle on the trail as a regular trail runner it's i've become one of those people who are like did you see the eagle everyone's like saw i saw the eagle I today saw the eagle. <laughs> like yeah so yes people in harrison county love birds I love that eagle and i came across this picture um of a cardinal and it's there's if you know anything about cardinals there's a male and a female the male is bright red with black under his beak and the female is more of a muted brown red and that's how you tell the difference and this cardinal it's not completely like a straight line down the middle but one half of the cardinal is red like a male the other half is muted brown like a female Hmm. and so essentially this bird has both sexes it's Mm -hmm. essentially intersexed Mm -hmm. and it just makes to bring back to the conversation about trans and that god created that bird Mm -hmm. you know there may have been whatever genetic thing happened to make that happen but we don't treat that bird that bird exists yeah i mean the same thing happens in human beings you know there are gender differences and to say that that bird was going to some woke bird conference or something <laughs> like that is crazy um so i'm just picturing that. <laughs> yes so that yeah. that was my first i love thing, that because I, I just love that picture and it's it's mm-hmm. it's a, a a solid thing to look at to say that there's more than male and female mm-hmm. in this world that there are differences yeah uh the other show recommendation that i've been watching lately with my boyfriend justin and i don't think it's on right now i think the season is over but it was called um accused have you heard of this i've heard i've heard of it i've not watched it it's it's one hour long but it's a different cast of characters each time and a different topic so it's like you're watching a a mini movie each time and one was about um, like white supremacists 
Um, one was about, um, I'm trying to think of what the other ones were, but all these people are accused and they go to jail and they go detail by detail how they got to this point mm-hmm. and then these accused people. And mm-hmm. I, just a good show. I'm not giving it the dues yeah, that it needs, but if you've ever heard of that. And then lastly, the last thing that I had to say is that um, recently I heard a clip of Representative Margaret Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, God. <laughs> And you know how she got her start by heckling people. Yes. She followed around um, kids that, you know, had been shot at in schools and harassed them. And now she has this leadership position in the the Republican Party. And there's a clip of her trying to bang the gavel and saying, order, order. And then everyone (laughs) turns around and laughs in her face because she... This is a recommendation. She is the queen okay. <laughs> of non-order, and she's yes. sitting there trying to be a yes. leader in this meeting and say, order, order, and everyone, Republicans and Democrats alike, turn around and just laugh at her. I, yeah, I mean, it's so absurd, you don't even, <laughs> I just, I can't even, okay, I'll find that and put, you it, need to find and that, put yeah. a link in the show notes. Thank you. Awesome. Elizabeth? Well, this would be... To recommend this or tell you that I've fallen in love with it, it really means that I'm way behind. But I have fallen in love with RuPaul. Oh. And, uh, and <laughs> Yes, yes. And um, I watch it very closely or feel very close to it because I do think it's a psychological study there this is really um the insight into um the drag queen psyche and this competition really Mm -hmm. emphasizes that but um it's beautiful how rupaul navigates that honors it doesn't put up with some of that but it's just beautiful psychologically i think it it's a it's an incredible uh, i have never watched it rupaul's drag yeah right and now i'm in the all stars okay because i've already um anyway so yeah so but yeah there are many kind of yeah rupaul's Mm -hmm. drag race is the start justin and i are also super fans and i think we've watched every episode including all stars and and all that and it has been interesting to watch the progression, even within the LGBTQ community, whereas uh, early on, people were afraid to say that they were trans. And then um, RuPaul had the first trans drag queen contestant and accepted her for who she was. And everyone accepted her. And that kind of set the pace for our community. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mother um, Rue. I mean, it, it's a, amazing. I think it's integral into what's happening right now, that show. I do too. And I, I do think it's a big, like, cultural blind spot of mine. I need to I need to look at it because I just haven't watched it. And I know a lot of straight people that watch it. Oh, yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, actually, um, it was a straight person that recommended it to me, and I, um, it took a while for me to warm up to Mm -hmm, that, mm -hmm. because you don't seem like somebody that would like a competition reality show to me. Right, right, yeah. yeah. So I didn't jump on board right away. Mm -hmm. Also, you know, I we've had things like Pose and all Mm -hmm. these off. 
and I think Pose was done really well, but I was afraid because I've been in that world that what happens when it gets to like mainstream, everything becomes stereotypical and people are not multidimensional or real, but Pose did it. Pose mm-hmm. was good, but but I'm saying I'm afraid of these kind of um, they're done for sensation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they're not really a good insight into this world we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, great. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. Thanks for having thank us. Thank you. Don't forget to call or text us at five zero two six five three nine one five seven, or you can send us an email at info at blue.hc.com. Or you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Blue Dot Harrison County, and we'll see you next time. Thanks.